0: Tell you what, folks, I'm in a great mood today. Went and saw my grandparents today. They had sent a Christmas card with a little check in it. Went to go visit them. And, of course, I scored all the uh, good grandson points that you can get. And, of course, I had to go see them. Go say hi. And it was great. I went to go see my grandmother. She's had a stroke. And so she doesn't get around a whole lot. And just a smile on her face. It brings a smile back to your face, cause she's all happy. She's seeing her grandson, and my poor brother. He's moved out, several states. Ten mile drive from here, or ten hour drive, from here, if you're lucky. I think it's closer to fourteen. Not really sure. But anyways, I go see her, go talk with her, and my grandpa, and somehow we get into the conversation about how Thanksgiving went, and. It's funny because I started locking into this thing as they're immediately wanting to shit on the other part of the family on my dad's side. And this was my time to shine. I have this cousin. He seems kind of like the product of a partial Drowning, like maybe he was under the water for six or seven minutes, and a little bit of Dame Bramage, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, the guy sat there and jangled keys around forever, and finally they broke him of that habit. This is a family that really likes to do the poor man one-ups, and it'd be like, well, hey, I'm going to the beach for the weekend, go hang out in a little bit, and they'd come back with. Oh, yeah, well, guess what? I stumbled into a janitor's closet, met this lovely man named Dwayne. He's a man with a mop and a bucket. And a dream, I tell you. You can't get that on the coast. And whatever happened between them and the closet, I don't care. But my cousin, he's really into telling you about things he's doing that you really don't care about. He's like the Barber, you're stuck in the same room, you're stuck in conversation, and you're like mm-hmm, yep, that's great. And that's all it is. He's talking about fixing up this slick ninety two Mercury. It's like why? Why why are you telling me this? That nothing about that is interesting. I don't care at all. But they'll go on with that conversation. He'll be the very first person to show you his brand new iPhone. And guess what? I don't care. You know what I use? An old-ass Motorola E2. I'm a utilitarian. I use a phone to make calls and text. That's it. I don't care. I listen to a few podcasts. That's it. But he's over talking to my brother and showing him that, look, I have an app on my phone that can control the temperature of the church while I'm away. And I'm a big minifan, and so is my brother. So I looked at my brother and said, Steve, my good man, you see this man can control the temperature with his telephone? What an amazing world we live in. And we both got a good laugh, and I'm sure he went back to the Hee Haw Discord, and great for him. I mean the guy looks like he came in third place at a Conway Twitty look-alike contest but that's not a big deal. I mean, if he wants to keep the haircut and the mutton chops that's his deal. But I have never went into any conversation with anyone about an app on my phone besides my wife and that was only when Mobile troll. you could see people their pictures and what they had done and I told my wife it's like hey look Oh, look, honey, Lester really was a molester. How interesting is that? And then we wait for our dinner in silence. That kind of stuff never really appealed to me or her or I, God, I hope no one else. So anyways, there was just a bunch of laughs between me and my grandparents about how we don't really like that other side of the family. And it was a good bonding moment. And I talked to my mother afterwards. And I was like, Well, I saw the Heisensbergs today. And she said, I know. You're now the favorite grandson. Almost like she was a little resentful that this idiot actually made it up to the top class, the top tier of the grandchildren. And I'm like, Yes, I'm going to be the one who gets that $20 birthday check next year. It is going to be awesome. I mean, I knocked the other cousin out of the park, and she mentions my brother, and I'm like, he wasn't even a player. I told my mom, he wasn't even in the game. Comparing me and him would be like, I'm Michael Jordan, and he's a lesser talented Michael Jordan who became a paraplegic. There's no contest. It is like challenging michael j fox to a penmanship competition it there's just nothing to do with it and i'm sure he's sitting there listening to this podcast behind the kmart hiding behind a dumpster which does actually remind me speaking of today our sponsor is dumpsterhandjobs.com guys if you have ever won the smooth hands of an anonymous man who may or may not lied about attending college for a degree in biology sign up today for 20 percent off today use promo code phoenix that's f-e-n-i-x to get your junk aggressively handled by a man who told his wife he was going out to get some milk the usual prices in the area could cost you 10 to 20 dollars but my good friend is offering them for $5. With a promo code, that is only $4. Imagine you walk behind the Kmart and a man wearing a university hoodie he might have bought off of eBay says nothing, rips down the zipper on your pants, and goes to work. If that is not the pleasure you're seeking, I don't want to know who you are. That's dumpsterhandjobs.com slash F-E-N-I-X, dumpsterhandjobs.com, promo code PHOENIX. Anyways, I love my sponsor, but lots to get on to about today. Also, I've been working extra shifts a bunch the past few weeks because everyone's trying to burn up their vacation, and all these people are asking me, oh, where so-and-so And you always feel like, what am I? Just this dog turd sitting there. And I'm lesser because I'm filling in for this person. You know, screw you. I'm still doing their job. And I think, no way. I know that I am doing a better job than a good portion of these people. Got this one asshole I work with. I mean, the guy, I'm pretty sure... His wife married him because she's in special ed teaching and he seemed like the perfect person for her. He's an idiot. Complete idiot. Not sure how he got his job because I imagine his entire evening and it's he goes home. Not that he drives himself. I'm sure his wife goes and picks him up from work. She takes him and his little girl to McDonald's, and she has to specially tell the person at the windows, like, make sure the toys are the same in the kids' meal so that they won't fight. Him and his daughter go home. They're watching TV. He's laying on his belly as a 48-year-old man tongue sticking out of the side of his mouth. He's coloring, and she's telling them both how good of a job they're doing, and he's really trying to stay inside the lines. Guy's an idiot. Cannot stand him, but he's so arrogant, and that's the part that just bothered me the most. I cannot stand incompetence, but this guy makes himself out to be greatest on Earth, and... I'm pretty sure his wife ties his shoes up for him in the morning, makes sure that his hair slicked over right, and then sends him off. And he hops on the little bus and rides to work. If they replaced his iPad with a doodle pad, I'm pretty sure he would still do the exact same thing every day. Just keep on tapping on it, drawing it on with his big boy crayon. The guy's a trip. Cannot stand him. He is that normal idiot you work with, and you cannot figure out why they're there at all. Like, at best, he should be taking your order, but you're pretty sure he wouldn't even understand how to do that. But somehow he has a job. And so I guess that's good for my company, that we are employing people with certain issues of the brain. Geez, if I think about it, maybe I should get my cousin on. They can get along together, and they can just both stare at each other and say derp. Of course, I don't know how that would work out. They'd probably fall in love and start sucking each other off. Oh, you're stupid? I'm stupid too. Oh, let me tell you. And that'd be it. And then they're, the company would have to go through a lot of training sessions about... I don't want to talk about it. It's already a terrible image in my head of those idiots. They'd just be having a coloring contest of who can do Rainbow Dash better and just no. No, 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 no. Kind of called myself after I said about doing Rainbow Dash. They probably still have the same fantasies and share them together with their crayon blogs. I mean, beyond that, I love my job. I love what I do. I like not interacting with a single person at work. I do a job. I plug in my little Bluetooth headphones. I listen to podcasts. I listen to music. That's it. But then when I see this idiot and he affects my work in a certain way, I get angry. I cannot stand it because... There's this level of incompetence. And how do they get to it? Like, how does this work? That I'm so stupid, I race up through the curve, and now I'm successful. And here I am sitting on the bottom, wondering, who is this idiot? Why do they have this position? Why are they making the rules that dictate my day, and yet I see them, and I'm always surprised that they've actually walked on two feet and not just rolling over to wherever they need to be like a little baby. You know, I'm talking about like a six-month-old baby just kind of rolls around, doesn't know how to walk. That's that guy. I'm sure he wears a bib when he eats, and his wife can sit there and take a napkin and dab it on his cheeks. Make sure he's okay. doesn't make too much of a mess. But anyways, I'm tired of talking about him. Because I just get angry about it. That idiot can stick in my head and I actually have to think about them. But, you know, whatever. I hate him. I don't like him. Every time I've actually tried to like him. He always makes it back to a point of, nope, can't like you, you're a jackass, don't like you. I mean, people like him are the reason I've left other jobs, is you get into a job and you're happy, you like what you're doing, and then there's that one idiot, and you can't control it. It is beyond my understanding how these people get hired. The past three jobs I've had have always been like this. That I'm happy where I'm at. I'm happy what I'm doing. Making it a decent money. And then an idiot shows up. It is like the old Pokemon thing. An idiot appeared. And then you battle, but you can't win against an idiot. There's no way. Just they have their idiot powers and it consumes you and you're trying to fight back against a brick wall because that's their intelligence of a brick in the end i don't ever know what to do and so then i get angry i lash out and that's my big problem is i will lash out because i'm finally done with all this stuff and then i end up getting another job somewhere Why some idiot hires me, I'll never know, but they do. And then I find the same idiots and the same system, and I keep thinking, why does this happen? Why are people being hired? Is it just everyone's an idiot, or am I the stupid one because I can't just get along and play with others? That sounds terrible. What I meant to say was, you know, why can't I play well with others? But, you know, you can save that clip and uh, play it for me later. That's partially why I want to do this podcast, is just to have an outlet and talk about why I am so angry all the time. I'm not as angry as I used to be. I finally found a job. I'm not so angry. And that was my biggest problem, is... I was always irritated about the incompetence above me. Doesn't matter how smart, how great my ideas were, how well I was doing what I was doing, if I was running a business, it was great. But then there's this idiot above, and then everything starts crumbling down. You can't control. I mean... I'll talk about one's previous job for just a second. I had set up, when I was a store manager, a set rule of how my employees work. We were paying them shit. It was barely above minimum wage, but the only thing they had going for them was, I promised them, every single week, you're going to have the exact same schedule. You're going to have one week day off, five days a week, And they went for it. And I had a very loyal set of people. And then I had a district manager who kept questioning why this person would always get these days off. It's like, it's none of your business. Leave it alone. My system works. My sales are up. Everything's good. But then she's wanting to change things. She's wanting me to change the way I do business because it doesn't meet corporate standards, it's like that's not how it works, or else I'll just be funneling in one idiot after another to fill up a position, and it's not easy when you're paying seven thirty-five an hour to get good talent and people who will actually show up for work. But there's that idiot is saying, well, you need to change up things. You're not, we could do things better. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I have a very limited pool of who I can hire and who I'd even be willing to hire. The people I hired showed up for work because they knew they were supposed to be at work the same time every day, every week. But my district manager wanted me to change things up, wanted me to do things different. Want me to hire more people, not give them so many hours. It's like they will not stay for 15 hours a week. There is no reason for anyone to work for 7 35 an hour, 15 hours a week at all. There is just no reason anyone would take a job like that unless they were just super desperate just to get Uncle Sam off their back or their parents or just whoever. It doesn't matter. And then they won't care about the job. At least the people I hired liked working there. They liked showing up because any other job, it would just be a chaotic schedule. They'd be thrown in whenever that fits whatever piece of the puzzle, and that was it. They didn't know what they were doing, and that's the way every other company works. They could make more money. And I really will go into... More of the battles I went into with this district manager because God, they are deep. Uh, but I would I would say that I'd want to hear your feedback on that and say, well, was that a story worth telling or not? Either way, my wife and I have gotten into certain little arguments about this because you know I want to fight. I want to fight against this stupid stuff and. She thinks maybe I should just keep my head down and eat that shit sandwich. And I ate the shit sandwich for long enough. And, you know, the only difference between one day or the other is like, oh, the shit sandwich today is a little bit soggier than yesterday's. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that. I have to be fighting against stuff just because. I don't want to be a person who sticks their dick between their legs and waddles off. Anyways, I'd like to hear some comments on the podcast or anything. You can reach me on Twitter at, you can reach me on Twitter. I'm at the Phoenix Show. That's Duh, duh. Phoenix, F E N I X, Show S H O W. That's the Phoenix Show glad to hear from you. Again, tweet at me. I don't care or not, whatever, but I will catch you guys again next time. I'll still keep recording whether anyone listens or not.